because loose lips sink ships. Loose lips sink ships. Welcome back to Petty Crimes, the only true crime comedy podcast that exclusively investigates non-crimes. Hi, Griff. How are you? I'm good. Hi, Kira. How art thou? (laughs) Thou art tired. (laughs) Have you had a busy week? Yes. You're like, every week is busy. <laughs> um, I have had a busy week, but I'm I'm happy I'm doing well. Yes, and uh, I got to see snippets from what your week was busy from, and it was fucking good. It was, it was good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and this- we shared it to our followers, who I think also thought it was good, because oh. we're here to support you, Kira. Maybe not with the exhaustion, but with, <laughs> with, that, with at least praise. <laughs> Ooh, thank you. How are you, Griff? What's happening? Not much. Uh, I went to a friend's party this past weekend. Uh, one of the members at work invited me to this kind of film party, which was fun. Good networking and just a good example of why I'm in that space in general. It was an independent film party. So it was it was really fucking cool. His house is beautiful and he had really nice friends. So it was nice to just do some networking and push petty crimes around the room. Yeah. <laughs> Did you watch an independent film or was it just sort of a celebration of the art? It, <laughs> yeah, very high level, just celebration <laughs> for being in LA, which happens in LA. No, it's uh, one of his friends. And I know her from the club that I work at as well, has a film that is about to premiere across the States very selectively. And so it was in celebration of that. And then my friend's also producing and financing his own film. So it was kind of a, a a joint effort in his space. And it was it was just really cool to be around. Like literally everyone you asked was just like reminds me of when I was at parties in Boston. And it's the same thing, except everyone's touching the industry that like I now am part of mm-hmm. um, instead of one that I was also part of, but maybe not as passionate about. So God, uh, do you remember the imposter cool. syndrome of being in a party and being like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And you're like, me no care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, and you know, I, I, I missed certain aspects of that, uh, specifically Boston, the intellect, the kind of like more professional mindset. But yeah, I could only talk about like Tom Brady so much, to be quite frank, um, outside of his looks. But yeah, and a lot of it was conversations were about work, my my consulting work, and I don't know. It's just I feels more passionate out here. Mm-hmm. Is that a hot take? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think it's a hot take to say that you weren't passionate about something you weren't passionate about and you're more <laughs> passionate about your passions. Oh my God. <laughs> Hashtag passion. Just chase it. <laughs> okay. No more dilly-dallying griff. No more dilly-dallying. You got a little crime for me to sink my teeth into. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get your teeth ready, Kira. <laughs> no, I am presenting this episode's case. It is a good one. It came to me directly and I'll leave it at that. And I think it's just really, it's just really funny. I just can't get over how like these just fall into our laps. They're tiny little ripe fruits that Mm. are, to use your metaphor, ready to be bitten into. (laughs) And this one, as you said, was sent to your personal inbox. So this is somebody that knows Griff that didn't submit it through traditional channels, which means I haven't even seen the heading of it. And it might be inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I can at the front end I can let y'all know that it's not that inappropriate, unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah, you don't know squat about this. We always we always try to do that episode up or over episode, but this one in particular 
you haven't even you haven't even felt come through our inbox. So this and is fresh I'm, off the press. And you're what? And I'm exhausted, so I might be <laughs> extra <laughs> critical. Oh, perfect. Well, put the Diet Coke down and let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will begin. This crime was submitted by Isa. Hi, Isa. And this occurred March 2023. Oh. Yeah, it's steaming hot. (laughs) (laughs) Those involved, Issa, Molly, and a boy named Lawrence. Okay. They begin. Hi, Griffin, Kira. Okay, so... A few months back, one of my best friends, Molly, got a huge promotion at work and a bunch of us went to celebrate. Mm -hmm. It was a big group of people, like 20 plus of us or something. I saw this one guy who I recognized, but I wasn't sure where from, but I was very attracted to him. My other friend, Kelly, said that she used to work with him a few years back, so we went up to talk to him. Gotcha. My first question, Kira. Kira O'Sullivan, do you consider yourself a good wing woman? Not a strength. (laughs) Not the strength. Why not? I feel like the art of wing womaning requires a certain amount of neutrality. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. And I wouldn't consider, like, I'm either like, dead behind the eyes disassociating like (laughs) thinking about something else if i'm not interested in the conversation or i'm all in and the art of like being a wing woman and sort of just being like kelly lawrence you guys (laughs) like this and then sort of like just staying above water but not either drowning or like splashing oh okay is hard yeah fair enough I think you, however, Griff, I imagine would be good at that. You're really good with people. Yeah, I'm pretty good at manipulating people, I'd say. (laughs) Uh, No, no, I think I am good. I think specifically I'm best with my straight guy friends because they're obviously looking for, you know, women. And I find that women will be interested in kind of what I'm presenting in a very kind of level playing field way whether it's what I'm wearing or kind of what how I look. And so oftentimes it's like shiny to them. And I'll say my queerness. This actually happened at the party I was just talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, my queerness and kind of how I present that is very intriguing to s- certain women. And so they'll come up and, you know, it's just a helpful kind of like not to, I'm not going to say bait, but like, I don't know. I, I can initiate conversations with women a lot easier than I think my straight guy friends can because it's, the intention is different, right? Yeah. So I'm helpful with that. But then also like my gay friends and my queer friends, like, I don't know, just like, what's your intention? How can we, how can we get there? And how can we like make this person get interested in you? Totally. Which, oh my God, perfect. Okay. Wait, and just to clarify, were you at this party? Uh, no, oh, sorry. No, the party I was referencing was the Hollywood party I went to this weekend. Okay, just making not, sure. Yeah, not the party that's written about. Because you cannot be the prosecuting attorney and also the witness. <laughs> You're right. We legally cannot do that. No, this is this. There's some line between my roles here. Okay. I am just, I'm just reading a story. <laughs> she continues. <clears throat> His name is Lawrence and we quickly start hitting it off. And it was so natural. <laughs> 
Kelly picks up on this and makes her way to have a conversation with some other people, leaving me, and the, me, leaving me and Lawrence to talk by ourselves. Exactly. So like she's Kelly is clearly a good wing woman. She knows when to disengage and let let this naturalness happen. See, that's where I run into trouble. I'm like, <laughs> we're all chilling, right? <laughs> yeah, we all love each other. <laughs> it was really great. We were smiling and laughing with casual touches on the arms and hands. Okay, so they're absolutely vibing. <laughs> they're absolutely vibing. Yeah, and they're making little like micro touches, which I've had I've had to work into my like flirting habits. Speaking of Boston versus LA, like mm. Boston just isn't as it's a little colder, like I don't know. People in LA are just more prone to hugging. That's a good example. Like hugging, kisses on the cheek. So I've had to learn how to flirt physically too, and not mm-hmm. just like emotionally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My friend Molly eventually joins us and we all start talking. And remember, we're celebrating Molly's promotion. Yes. Okay. Fair. After a bit, we decide it's time for a big group photo. So we take the photo. After the photo, I lost track of Lawrence, so I started talking to another friend, Tiffany. She's not super integral, but we named her anyway. Mm. She asks me if I'm interested in anyone here, and I was like, uh, yeah, this dude. And I point to Lawrence, who is talking to Molly again. Okay. Tiffany says that we should go over there and join them, since we're interested. And who am I to say no to this, lol. Right. So, so we join Molly and Lawrence, and I stand next to him. And he and I pick back up where we left off continuing to talk and casually flirt with each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be very interested to see what your casual flirt would be. Like a sucker punch in the arm. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I will say, I think, I mean, like you were saying, like a secret sort of like a tool in your toolkit as like a really hot, queer man is that like women are interested in chatting with you and then you connect them with your guy friends and people like mm-hmm. really connect with your look my equivalent of that because <laughs> i don't <laughs> is the fact that i do comedy like men, uh. men are like what have you ever seen seinfeld <laughs> <laughs> And what do you answer? Believe it or not, I have. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Ooh, wow. What can you What can you tell me about Seinfeld? Yeah, right? And like, I'm happy to be out of the game. So happy. But like, it that is a bit of a tool. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think I find comedy and someone who's funny super attractive. Yeah, I guess I guess you have to wield that differently. You can't be like knock knock. <laughs> Well, I, yeah, exactly. It's like there's a difference between be, being somebody who does comedy and being somebody mm-hmm. who tells jokes in the middle of like a, a yard house, you know? Yeah. Do you think, and we'll have to move on, but do you think comedians when they're not performing are funny people by nature? Like would their would their humor be flirtatious and attractive or is, is there more of a separation, do you think? I think comedians all have the ability to be funny in social settings, but it's an on or an off switch that they can turn on if they want to. And sometimes when you're off stage, you're just really excited to turn it off. I, I feel that. And with my power, I guess, which is, I guess my look, which is so weird to say, but like truly it's not as easy to turn off. And so that sometimes Mm -hmm. is just like tricky when it comes to like, not really wanting someone's attention, actually, which plays very well into this crime, which Ah, I'll continue with. Okay. So she continues. At this point, because she's talking to Lawrence again, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they're picking back up. 
At this point, I can feel Molly's eyes on me. Mm-hmm. I saw this coming. Mm-hmm. After a bit, she interrupts us and says, uh, hey, Issa, can you help me out with something? <laughs> In Molly, my head, Molly says that. Correct. Molly interrupts Issa and Lawrence and asks Issa to help her out with something. Here we go. We're revving up, y'all. <laughs> Uh-oh. In my head, I'm thinking, girl, we're at a bar. What could you possibly need help with? <laughs> but I say, but I say, sure. So she pulls me away from Lawrence and I ask her what she needs help with. Mm-hmm. Do you sense where this is going? Mm-hmm. She says, I don't know if you're flirting with him, but I'm going to try to get with him tonight. Okay. <laughs> right? She says, coincidentally, at this point, the edible that I had taken earlier decided to hit at that exact moment. Okay, well, we never heard about the edible, but I'm glad we're hearing about it now. Kira, I'm just submitting all evidence to the court for a proper ruling at the end. Sure, but it's not being laid out in a timely fashion. You can't go, also, the edible I took is hidden when we've never heard about the edible. Well, Kira, I don't know if you know this, but I, and I don't think a lot of our listeners went to law school, so you're going to have to give us a little slack here. No, okay. This is great. All right. So now she's absolutely zooted and she's being told to get off this guy's dick. Got it. Literally. She says, I felt completely blindsided. She's never mentioned anything about him before. I mean, we were talking in a group chat all day. I even went to her place before the bar. We walked to the bar together, and she never once mentioned a thing about this guy, Lawrence. And Lawrence and I had already been clearly connecting. Uh Uh-huh. So I was like, uh, okay, I guess I'll just go talk to Kelly. So obviously, I tell Kelly what just happened, because what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, And she agrees that this was a little crazy of a thing to do. But I don't know what to do at this point, because Lawrence and I were in the middle of a conversation, and I got pulled away from And after that, it's not like I can just go back over and start talking to him again. And this is, I wrote this, but can she? Like, so Kira, if you were in this situation, your friend was like, we'll say Aaron, all of our listeners now know Aaron. Mm -hmm. If she was like, nope, don't talk to him. Would you just like ignore him for the rest of the night? Or would you maybe change something about the way you're talking with him? I think I'm going to try to get get with him tonight is sort of tricky instruction because it's like, it's like, do you like him? Are you telling me you like him? Mm-hmm. Or is it you're going to hook up with him? Yeah. Also, like, do Molly and Lawrence work together? Are they really close? Because maybe in that case, it's a little bit like, oh, got it. This is the first night I met this guy. I thought he was just like single and available. But you guys have actually maybe been like texting and hanging out for weeks. And right. there's something already here, in which case I would put my little tail between my legs and run for the hills. <laughs> yeah. But I can't, I, get, I don't know. This is, she's not really given enough information to proceed. Totally. And I think that should factor into our ruling or, you know, in the end for consideration at least, because giving like direction, like what Kelly just gave, or sorry, what Molly just gave is, I don't know, just without any context, it's hard to, it's just hard to like act on, I guess. Yeah. Because it's a little bit like, oh, I'm going to try to hook up with them tonight. And it's a little like, Oh, oh, okay. Same. Well, same. <laughs> me, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Me as well. Okay. So yeah, I like, guess just, I'm not quite sure who takes priority. You because yeah, it's totally. a party? I don't think so. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Fascinating. Okay. So I try to stay away out of respect towards my friend, but he comes back over to me. Mm-hmm. 
and I'm not going to be a bitch and just ignore him. Like we clearly, we clearly were connecting and he had no idea what just happened between me and Molly, Mm -hmm. obviously. Although sometimes, you know, if you're, I guess not to shame all guys, but people are more observational than we think sometimes. So when I was transposing this, I was like, I wonder if he's picking up on anything anyway. Mm -hmm. And I'm not about to out my best friend and be like, sorry, no, I can't talk to you because my friend suddenly decided she wants to get with you. So, right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, you can't, you, right. You can't say that. No, but you could say something like, oh, I'm, I have a date after this. You, you, there are other mm-hmm. ways to say I'm unavailable, but exactly. But I, exactly. I don't think she really wants to in her heart. Mm-hmm, yeah. We're, uh, we'll see where this goes. So I start chatting with him again and I try to not be as flirty, which is, you know, that's like a good step one. I guess so. Yeah. You just have to like, just, Dim your shine a little bit. Mm-hmm, yeah. Which, to your point, is like sometimes it's an on and off switch, but sometimes it's a light dimmer. So it's like you don't want to be a bitch and be cold, like light off, but like, you know, don't be shining so bright. Sure. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I mean, that was your metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just I'm thinking about what she's... I, this is all fascinating. I'm yeah, really, yeah. This is... I'm like... This is all... This one's a lot. I like this yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> it's fascinating. <laughs> But I wasn't going to be rude and ignore him. So then Molly sees us talking again and comes over to say that we should take some more pictures together. (laughs) There's a lot of group photos happening in this. Yeah, exactly. Because, (laughs) and I'm taking this group photo thing as a like, it's a chance to like uh, break down that connection that they're forming and just kind of like uh, shuffle the cards again. Mm. That's I I see the strategy behind Molly's what Molly's doing. I think. Yep. And she says, and the way she went about it, it just felt like a really big tactic to keep me away from Lawrence. It didn't feel that good coming from a friend, she says. And again, after the photos were taken, he walked over to me and we talk again. So we're going to fast forward to the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Molly wanted to go get some food. She suggested it to the group. We were all hungry. And so we all said yes. She runs to the bathroom and me, Lawrence and Kelly chat a bit more as we wait for her. Mm-hmm. But then Molly gets back and all of a sudden she says, actually, I can't go out because I need to be up early for work. Lawrence, who had apparently agreed to give her a ride home, asks if she still needs one, to which she says, yes. But then Kelly asks, which is funny because Kelly's been told mm-hmm. uh, by Issa that... Okay, what you know, did Kelly do? <laughs> then Kelly asks, wait, but can the three of us still go get food after? After they drop Molly off. <gasps> Kelly. To, to which, I know, right? Wing woman. To which he says, yeah, that'd be fun. So, we dropped Molly off. And then the three of us go out for some food, which was delicious, by the way. She said specifically what the food was, but I'm going to I'm gonna keep it a little more anonymous. <laughs> Wait, I want to know. Okay, fine. Can we get a genre? I'll post, I'll post, you know what I'll do? I'll post a random photo to our Instagram story about it. And then I'll leave it at that. Okay, fun. Yep. It'll just be a little, a little like breadcrumb. At Petty Crimes Pod. <laughs> at Petty Crimes Pod. Follow us, like, share, comment. <laughs> also, there are good photos up there. The evidence is yeah. fun. You should be fun. Yeah. Anyway. There's a really cute picture of a, an Irish setter named Kira <laughs> that you should, you should go peep. So they're out eating. It's delicious. And we're all having a great time. He offers to give Kelly and me a ride back to our separate apartments. So nice. Yeah. So we, of course, drop Kelly off first, and then we drive to my apartment. Mm -hmm. We pull up, 
key parks. We exchange, we exchange pleasantries. We give each other a hug to say goodbye. And then he asks me if he can kiss me. Should she say no or yes, Kira? <laughs> I think she should say not tonight. Oh, okay. So keep the momentum there. Maybe like a kind of a pause, but yeah. yeah. I mean, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, but I mean, that would be the safest thing yeah. to do. And then give Molly a heads up. Like, I, I really like this guy. I think he likes me. Yep. Okay. I mean, yeah, exactly. Pause things there, keep it warm, and then have a sidebar with your friend just to like get on the same page with this kind of like bullshit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Heard. She continues. I said, yes. <gasps> and guess what? Guess what, Kira? We ended up making out for 50 minutes in his car. Okay. <laughs> five, five, zero, 50. <laughs> He's a Criminal big problem. Yeah. <laughs> he asked for my number and he asked if he could see me again. Of course, I give him my number and I say yes to seeing each other again. I get back into my apartment and I text Kelly, oh my FG, this just happened. Okay. Well, I hope Kelly and Molly aren't close because loose lips sink ships. We're sort of like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're sort of maybe we're sort of all communicating a lot in a way that I think is great, but also <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's uh the the whole the ship has a hole in it. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple. Uh and we're rounding home. Okay. And and I will say part of me did feel bad, but this isn't the first time Molly has done something similar to this before. Oh. And she gives just a quick example, which I think is helpful. We were out with some of her friends a while back, friends she's never really talked about before, and one of her guy friends started flirting with me. And I was into it, so I flirted back. In parentheses, single life, hello, LOL. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, she'll be like, actually, I really like him, but has never said anything about this person before. To me, it feels kind of middle school slash high school behavior. And if she would have told me beforehand about the people she wanted to pursue on either night, then I would have never returned the flirting with them in the first place. Mm. If anything... And to my question earlier, if anything, I could have helped her get what she wanted. But I felt very blindsided in these situations. And honestly, with the most recent case, if she didn't suggest that we all went out for food afterwards, I probably would have never been in his car and the makeout would have never happened. But hey, it did. LOL. Let me know if you need any more details. Sincerely, Isa. This is a case <laughs> of truly only having one side of the story. Oh, yeah. I cannot imagine how different this story would sound if it was from Molly. But because we're hearing from Issa, yes. my thought is Molly is a dibs girl. Oh, yes. Dibs. That word is so fucking annoying, I think. <laughs> you know, That's literally she, it. No, of she, course. She, like Dibs on people once she sees that Issa is like vibing with them i've had this happen to me one time before literally in all the times i've been out and like uh been on the hunt for fun i suppose mm -hmm. i've had one friend notice some like flirting and kind of like i don't know connection build out and then kind of 
uh, drop a bomb and saying, actually, I've got that in process. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in that. So like, meh. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's it's awkward. It's like what the fuck? Like okay, I guess, I guess I'll just go eat Cheetos in the corner. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. All right, let's let's get into these verdict questions because I have a few, and we've got what we need. Do you have any questions before I go into it? None. None. Cool. I'll start with a high level one first. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Kira, is someone guilty? Someone in general is someone guilty for flirting with someone else they know their friend is interested in, even when that someone else perpetuates the flirting. Uh, depends. Okay. Can you flush that out a little? Depends on like just okay. If you Griff told me like, oh, Kyle is the love of my life. I'm mm-hmm. so obsessed with him. I like him so much. We talk all the time. I really think something's going to happen. Da, 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 da. I know all of this. And you and I go to a barbecue. I'm not going to flirt with Kyle, even if Kyle's yeah. flirting with me. Yeah. I just won't even open up that can of worms. Mm-hmm. But if you have told me that you like 20 different people, <laughs> and I really like one of them, and they're really liking me, I might be a little bit of, you know, Totally. And that's where dibs comes in. It's like my, uh, my dad calls it like better dealing, which is like, oh, I'm going to like stake claim and Mm. to your point, like 20 of these things, just in case one of them works out. But that Kira means that you can't flirt with Kyle, you can't flirt with Ben, you can't flirt with any of these people until I figure out what my best like opportunity is. You know, even just like talking about it, you can kind of see why it's like, you should just sort of let things shake out, maybe Mm -hmm. because like, the other person has their volition. They're going to like who they like. And you don't want them to like you because everyone else turned on their off switch anytime (laughs) they were around. Yeah. And to be quite frank, I mean, this is what's difficult. One of the things (laughs) amongst many with this like dating and, uh, and finding your person, like it's competitive. Like you, you have to kind of showcase your best. And I, you know, at, times your worst things and see if the person's interested. But that has to be in comparison to other people. Because to your point, I don't want to be chosen if like every other options off the table, I want to be chosen for what I'm offering compared to other people because that's I'm working on myself compared to other people. Yeah, totally. Come on. Okay, I'm glad I asked that. So we'll go into the specifics now. Right. And also just quickly, there are some people in the world who if I were to tell you, uh, actually, I'm interested in Kyle even before we get to the bar or when we're walking there, mm-hmm. there are some people who'd hear that and then focus on Kyle the entire night, which yeah. is not being a good friend. I don't get the sense that Issa is that person, but no, yeah, no, it's, nobody it's, in this story is toxic like that. Yeah. None of our petty criminals are toxic like that. I'm sure. <laughs> okay. So specifically, if you, if we'll you are through. get out the house. <laughs> yeah. If you are still listen to us. <laughs> Okay, is Molly guilty for not expressing her interest in Lawrence prior to arriving to the bar with Issa? Mm, no, not guilty. Okay. But like, maybe she should next time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, moving on. <laughs> like, it's not a crime not to like be like, I like this guy and he's going to be there tonight. Like, you don't have to do that. I guess I just struggle with the whole like expectation of mind reading. Like I, I don't, we'll, we'll go with what you said. Obviously you are the, you are the jury, but like 
I even at work the other day, it's like, if you have a problem with something that I'm doing, don't expect me to just read your mind and know, I need you to tell me about it so that I can like change my behavior and just know what you're going through too. So yeah, I don't think you always need to like, I also find it annoying when people are like, I don't know, know. like, you know what I mean? But like a little bit, give me a little Mm -hmm. like, oh, I think this guy's so cute. That to me is like, cool. You have interest. Yeah, It doesn't need to be like, hey, Kira, actually, I met this guy on April 7th and we've been chatting for a a year, you know, just a little bit. Yeah. I guess if you really like a guy, you should probably tell your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Get you. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Is Molly guilty for cock blocking Issa? And I wrote in parentheses, the group photo verbally, obviously, when she's like, you know, back off after she notices the flirting. Mm-hmm. Also, I used cock blocking, but like, I didn't, that's no like I, a I, male I, term. I don't. Is it like clamming I, up or something? I don't know. I quit blocking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. She likes okay. him. I feel bad for everybody in this story. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> Even I guess Lawrence? not. Not him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so uh, is there a one way you're leaning more towards the other, guilty or not, or innocent with that? For saying a little, you know, a little guilty. It's a little petty. Okay. Yeah. I agree. I think it's a little petty. That's not incredibly petty. It's exactly what this crime is. It's petty. It's just like what the fuck. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is Issa guilty for making out with Lawrence at the end of the night? <sighs> Mm. I think in the as a jury who was raised on girl code, I <laughs> I simply must say that yes, she is guilty for kissing okay. a guy after her friend specifically said I like him and it was her friend's party and her friend was clearly trying to make it not happen and it happened. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm not saying that Issa can't be with Lawrence in the long run because if she likes Lawrence and Lawrence likes her, then that's what's going to happen, baby. But maybe you shouldn't have made out with him in the car. (laughs) Yep. Fair enough. I was, that was the, that's, that's the big kahuna of the questions. Mm -hmm. Also, I guess just very quickly before we close this, uh, I think very great case out. Yeah. Criminal or minimal, a 50 minute makeout session (laughs) in one's car. (laughs) Can I say, up to this point in the story, I was like, oh, these people are 30 because they're at a bar. They're talking about getting food. They're driving each other home. I'm like, everyone's partying in a way that tells me they're not 21. And then we got <laughs> to the 50-minute makeout in the car, and I'm like, oh, wait, wait, all these people are 16? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got our first high school crime. 50-minute <laughs> makeout, criminal and kooky. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, petty criminals, we'll let you weigh in on what you think. I feel like people are going to have thoughts. Everyone has had, uh, actually, well, not everyone's had a make out that long. And uh, I know I have. I have too. That's, I mean, that's another thing. I think in the car, I don't know, but like, <laughs> been there, Isa. All right. This was a good one. Thanks for listening, Kira. Yay. Good one, Griff. Thanks, Isa, for sending. Kira and I are very excited because for this episode, we have a sponsor. Woohoo! Shout out and thank you to Cozy Earth for teaming with us. Thank you, Cozy Earth. Absolutely. Uh, this is one of Oprah's favorite things, by the way. They're, they're betting. They're I knew materials. you were going to lead with that. Mm-hmm. You love Oprah. Love Oprah. I mean, she knows what she's <laughs> talking about. Uh, all of these products are made from responsibly sourced 
bamboo. Mm. Very nice. And come with a 10-year warranty in case something for some reason. It's sheets. It's not, Did we say that? That it's sheets? Sheets, sheets, loungewear. It's bedding, loungewear. It's everything you need to be cozy in your space. It's really nice stuff. Really nice. They sent us bedding and we are both using the sheets. Every night, in fact. Yep, it's helping me to sleep very well, temperature regulating, and just very, very soft to the touch. Yeah, really, really nice bedding. Thanks, Mm. Cozy Earth. Cozy Earth has provided an exclusive offer for our listeners today. 35% off site-wide when you use the code PETTY35. That's PETTY35. Thanks, Cozy Earth. Thank you. All right, listeners, time for a little criminal or minimal submitted via the gram. Thank you, everybody. Thank Uh, you. First up, forcing your friends to listen to your favorite podcast, episode over episode over episode on a long drive, criminal or minimal? (laughs) Y'all know my answer. It is minimal if you're choosing (laughs) a certain podcast, criminal if it's any other podcast. (laughs) I think it is Nobody asked me, but I think it is minimal if they're clearly vibing with it. Otherwise, you got to read the room and switch it up. Absolutely. I just, I mean, because we have a podcast now, I am fully into podcasts and it's just a lot nice. It's nice to mix it up with music as well. Like it's just the narrative structure of it. So I I was joking, but yeah, I say minimal. (laughs) All right. Criminal or minimal using the toilet while your partner or spouse uses the shower. Minimal. (laughs) if you only have one bathroom sometimes you're gonna share it i truly wonder if i'll ever be comfortable enough to poop in front of anyone oh oh excuse me only peeing (laughs) (laughs) um no i would absolutely die yeah i can't but yeah if alex is taking a long shower and i have to pee i might sneak in there yeah and we only have one bathroom give me a break yeah it's new york it's New York. Come on. I'm peeing here. <laughs> God. That Verizon commercial is stop. Criminal or minimal? Ketchup on sandwiches. <laughs> well, this begs the question. Are cheeseburger and hamburgers sandwiches? You know, they're not. If, <laughs> if they were, they'd be called a beef and cheese sandwich. Ew. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. <laughs> Actually, kind of does. So, Okay. Uh, removing those from the category, I'm going to say, I'm going to say criminal. Mm -hmm. That's what my heart's pulling towards. (laughs) Ooh, criminal or minimal, bringing your own coffee to a coffee shop for a work meeting. Criminal. Come on. Support the business. Yep. (laughs) Especially if it's Starbucks. They need it. (laughs) Actually, yeah. (laughs) Starbucks, I'm kind of like, eh. Okay. My roommate's boyfriend coming into our apartment without knocking. Criminal or minimal? Oh, uh, I think that's pretty criminal. Me too. That sounds scary. It's scary. It's not your boyfriend. It's no, that's not it's not his space either. So like you could be in a certain state of dress. You could be, I don't know, Mm -hmm. doing something to make you feel good. Like that's criminal. Mm -hmm. I I think maybe like actually. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is a funny one. Criminal or minimal? Oh my God. This used to happen in my first apartment in Boston. When I lived with strangers, I was figuring shit out. This happened. Criminal or minimal? Your roommate bringing their own roll of toilet paper into the bathroom (sighs) 
and bringing it back to their room after they're done. Were you doing this? I was conditioned to start doing it because they were doing it. That is the weirdest shit I've ever heard. That is the most criminal crime. (laughs) Ever. In the (laughs) That is criminal, criminal, criminal. That's so insane. You guys are being nuts. It was insane. Toilet paper has to stay in the bathroom for guests. The only thing I'll caveat with that is I was the one buying it. No one else was buying it. And I was living with a mix of men and women. And it was going at a rate that was, I guess, quicker than if it was just one or the other. I don't know. But I got tired of just buying it after a while. And I got petty. She's sipping her Diet Coke. She hates me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. One more. Okay. Final one. Criminal or minimal? I listened to my neighbors banging and got caught. (laughs) (laughs) That one's crazy because it's just a confession. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Minimal. I mean, where were you that you got caught? Right? Oh, my God. Although I think this person, because I messaged them when they sent it to us, and I think we have the full crime sitting in our inbox. So we're going to have to look into that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we should. What's your bonus Maybe one? Maybe on the Patreon. Oh, the the elusive Patreon. Good idea. <laughs> the the elusive secret Patreon that we keep pushing at you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Subtly and hopefully not too embarrassingly, but yeah. <laughs> only only to pay our editors. Only to pay our For editors. For sure. Yeah. We're trying to like have our team get what they deserve. So <laughs> Fucking subscribe. Okay. Bonus, criminal or minimal. I'm already blushing. Griff, don't kill me. Criminal or minimal. Me continuing to let Griff use caveat as a verb. Oh my God. Uh Kira, we had a um we had another criminal or minimal that talked about <laughs> letting things go like this. <laughs> I know. So uh how's that going for you? <laughs> yeah. Uh I'm gonna say minimal. <laughs> minimal. Yeah, uh, yeah, words are fluid, just like I'm not fluid, but <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna caveat away from this. <laughs> Stay petty, bye. <laughs>